Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is this how I turn my shit up? Cool. Uh, yeah, in yeah. your headphones, yeah. No, Jebert, coolest podcast in the world. And today, we're in here with 24K Golden. How you doing, man? I'm having an excellent day. Are you? I'm having a great day. So you're kind of like a child of No Jumper, you were saying? You used to watch this in high school and stuff? Yeah. I love hearing that. I was I was in the first ever live stream that you did, like when it was like 25 bucks. First ever? Yeah, I was running that shit up. Whoa, that's crazy, because I remembered the name from that, and when I uh, was looking at your Instagram, I saw like old DM or a mention in the story or whatever, and I was like, man, I remember that, but I didn't know it was that long ago. That's crazy. Yeah, it's probably like two or three years ago, so it's just kind of like... Everything's coming full circle now. Wow. Small world. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking, too, because, like, I've always had my little, like, list in my head because, like, Juice World was on there before it blew up, YBN Namir, Megan, et cetera. And Megan the Stallion? Yeah. I don't know if she's the one who sent it in or if it was, like, somebody who was managing or something mm-hmm. like that. I, and I say that only because I have a hard time picturing Megan the Stallion sitting on my live stream. <laughs> and that, like... It could have happened, you know? It might have just been a little thing she decided to do, but it's just weird. She fuck with anime and stuff, though, so I feel like she'd be into that, like, internet culture, kind of know what's going on. Yeah, that is weird that she's, like, anime head and that she, you know, she's probably, like, we all look at her and we sort of, like, paint her as just being this, like, sexy jet setter. But, I mean, she was, like, a college student up until, like, a few months ago and facts. shit. Yeah, facts. So, uh, yeah, hit us with your story. Tell us about where you're coming from and everything. Yo. All you viewers out there in the universe, aliens, whoever might be watching right now. Uh, I'm from San Francisco, California. Mm-hmm. And it all really started, well, if it depends who you ask. If you ask my mom, she would tell you, like, when I was a kid, I used to carry around this yellow bucket on my head and oh, just, wow. like, chopsticks and just, like, play drums everywhere. Oh, okay. But from there, like, I always had a passion in music. So it was, like, choir in middle school. And then in uh, sophomore year of high school, my, like, Big bro, my OG paper boy, uh-huh. he had this sneaker store that was like three blocks away from my house. And I was a huge sneaker head. I got the Yeezy One Zens on right now. Are you I was looking s- futuristic. Sneaker heads out there. Um, You're not going to lick the sole? I'll do it right now. Don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, who was that, that that went viral for doing it back in the day? Was it Fat Joe? Fat Joe. Like all licked- the... 11s, yeah. But it was fresh out the box. So, I mean, that's a little yeah, different. I was walking around in the rain all day. I was, I was yeah, just yeah, kidding. Yeah. I can't do that. No, that'd be disgusting, yeah. But he, he like, took me under his wing on just some sneaker shit. And then sophomore year of high school, he was like, yo, we have a studio upstairs. If you want to make music and, like, get popping at school, we can do that. Mm. And I was like, fuck, yeah. Like, what high schooler doesn't want to do that? Yeah. And uh, it just kind of was like a snowball effect. The more... The more music I made, the better it got. The better it got, more people wanted to hear it. And the more that people wanted to hear it, the more I wanted to make it. Right. And, like, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. So I kind of just was like, 
all right, this is the same thing as selling a product, except I'm mm -hmm. the product. Yeah, that is weird. Once you start to realize that like all content, whether it's an interview or a, or a song or whatever, it all has a value. It all can be marketed and it, it can all have revenue streams formed around it. Mm -hmm. And that the most successful companies in the world, like take a Disney, they're basically just producing a shitload of content and then monetizing that content in a variety of ways, whether it's building a theme park to monetize Mickey Mouse and Harry Potter or yeah. a fucking, you know, a, 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 a t-shirt that they're selling for like four bucks at Toys R Us with like a children's character on it. It's like same exact thing as a rapper. It's like if you make a song, that song could go on a commercial, that song could go on Spotify, it can go Apple Music and play a show based around it. You yeah. could sell it to a TV show and they can use it for their theme song. You know, it's crazy to think about. Yeah, it's just like so many different, it really is a business. It's just so many different ways and I think like it kind of makes it complicated when it's a person, you know, a real life mm. person because as a brand you're supposed to have these certain values and stuff like that but that might not necessarily be true to who you are as a person. Right. And that's why I think like a lot of artists don't really last because, you know, what's done in the dark is going to come to light right. and eventually like who you truly are is gonna is gonna show and if it doesn't match up with the picture that you've been painting of yourself for the past x amount of years people aren't gonna fuck with that but so you started making a lot of music and got really into it but what did you feel like you had a vision that you wanted to uh put out there into the world or were you did you just want the the end result of being famous and rich what was your mentality nah bro i love the process of this shit like every day waking up and making music is that's that's why I do this. And mm. then it's like, even stuff like this, I know a lot of artists hate interviews, hate doing promo days and right. having to answer the same questions and talk to people that they don't know. But it's like, I love to tell my story, you know? Like, mm. we get to have a cool-ass conversation. Yeah. Millions of people out there are going to check it out and, like, hopefully learn something or, like, laugh, you know? I love all the grind of this, and I know that everything else is going to come regardless yeah it's all part of it because i mean some rappers get into that mentality of like oh interviews are just an annoyance but the best rappers or certain rappers are able to take the media platforms and then use those media platforms to get bigger to get people to pay attention to different stuff like i remember when i first heard jay-z saying a song he was like just listed off a couple of things and he just goes and my interviews are hotter <laughs> yeah facts and he facts. was right because every time he did an interview he would drop some fucking bombshell that made it so everybody had to talk about his new source interview or whatever it was and that to me is the way to think of it i know a whole bunch of people that basically have careers because they do dj vlad interviews uh yeah that's facts dj because yeah. they dj vlad talks about like the juicy shit that like yeah not everyone wants to talk about he'll frame you the way that he wants to you know he'll make your story like like if your story is i'm all about peace and love and shit he's gonna be like nah you shot a guy 98 let's talk about it <laughs> but he opens the doorway to the to like if you have a podcast you have music you have your own youtube channel you could go on his shit regularly and do his shit and talk about what he wants to talk about and maybe it'll help blow up your shit you know yeah everybody you know there's a different way of, uh, of moving depending on the type of artist you want to be mm. me i'm trying to be on my like will smith shit like music is just the beginning bro i'm trying to do movies fucking film stand-up comedy mm. i'm trying to have my own skincare line be on, become the like male face of like hygiene hygiene in general that's yeah. how clean you feel yeah i'm clean bro mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's good though hygiene yeah that's an unexplored niche right there i was just seeing some people laughing at the fucking Lil yachty old spice on the shelf in walgreens on twitter and i was like man that, like that shit's kind of hard you can't lie i didn't even know that so is Lil yachty like the new old spice man i don't even think it's new i think it's almost kind of like old from like last year or something but yeah they have like an old navy or a old spice Lil yachty flavor or whatever i mean hey 
it's actually really funny for me. I was just like an older cat because I remember when like the Roots or I think it was the Roots were getting killed for doing a Coca-Cola commercial. Uh, and, and now, now everybody, everybody, nobody's saying no to the Coca-Cola commercial now. I'll be the face of Axe just for all the middle school nostalgia. Right. Sixth grade locker rooms. It's like fucking somebody like set off like a chemical weapon in there. Yeah. And I mean, you're getting paid for it. But then at the same time, they're helping you blow up your brand with a market that is basically your market yeah you know people who are like concerned about sweating their asses off are usually like teenage <laughs> boys and those are who listen to rap Fuck facts it. yeah facts when did this song valentino come into the fold like how long did it take before you ended up cooking that up was that after you signed or what so i was making music for like maybe two and a half years uh, -huh. uh just you know independently you know just learning everything i can with the resources i had in the bay and um I wrote this song at the beginning of like 2018, so damn near two years ago. Mm. I was a senior in high school, just next to my computer writing it, paid $35 an hour to go to the studio, recorded it, mixed it. And as soon as I stepped out the booth, the engineer was like, yo, I'm just letting you know right now, like, this is the best song you ever made. Like, really? so far, yeah. Like, hold on to this one. This is a special one. And I really took that advice to you heart. You believed it? Yeah, I believed it. And because I just like hearing that compared to all my old stuff, like even Ballin' Like Sharif, that's the first song I, I would say where I found my sound. Mm. But this was the second song where I really like honed in on it. So I just held on to it and would tease it on Instagram like once a month until I got signed uh, last year. And then they put this out as a first single. And even after that, it still took seven months for it to really come into fruition. So you, you had that kind of fucking weird period where it's like you felt like the song definitely was a hit, but you just had to keep pushing it and pushing it. And were you like getting frustrated along the way? I mean, I got close to dropping it a couple of times. Thank God I didn't. It's like, you don't want to like blow your shit before it's time, you know? Right. And, and it's like, when, once you sign with the label, it's like a whole machine behind mm -hmm. you versus just doing it yourself. Me being a high school kid, all my money is from finesse and trapping and commercial acting. Right. And that was like not, nothing compared to everything that the label has behind it. Because everybody has this fantasy in their head that you make a great song and you put it on SoundCloud and then all of a sudden it becomes massive. And it does happen from time to time. But I mean, being a little bit closer to the inside, like for you even seeing them work one song, yeah. you're kind of like, oh shit, this is like not a fair advantage. Like, yeah. this is like, it, but at the same time, if they're pushing a song that's not good or that's not going to do anything, it's not going to do anything. It's just a waste of money. It's just oh. fucking you up. It's just, it might help get you a little famous, but ultimately, if the song's not catching on, it's not catching on. But what's crazy to me is that, like, the, the biggest moment for this song was, it was, like, the end of August, right? I just got my wisdom teeth out. Have you got yours out? I did. God, that was it painful. It sucks, right? Horrible. And you can't do shit except lay in bed for, like, mm -hmm. hours all day. So I was going through TikTok, and they put the song Valentino on TikTok a couple months before. Right. And I was just refreshing it, and I was like... All right, 10,000 videos, a couple hours later, 11,000 videos, a couple hours later, 13. And it just kept going. And I hit this lady at the label, Rachel. I'm like, yo, like, this is just blowing up right now. And it turns out there was this girl, Aviva Sophia, uh -huh. that had, like, made, like, a little e-girl, like, dance to go with it. And she made that part of her brand. So, like, as she was growing up, she would keep doing videos with the song in, like, these different outfits. Like, one was a nurse, one was a police officer. And then it just exploded. And at the same time, that same week, they put uh, Ballers. They put Valentino and Ballers, the rock show. Uh -huh. And it was just, like, the perfect, like, mix of everything and just... Wow. Blue, yeah. That's crazy. I would love to know how many people Shazammed that song. 
I just a lot. <laughs> yeah, they probably lot, the label yeah. probably knows. They probably get that information from Shazam or whatever. But I mean, that to me is kind of shit. If I had time right now, I might look through my Shazams. It might be on there. It might. It might have been a moment where I did it. It might be because sometimes you just hear a song, you just want to know what it is. It's fucking bad, and it's like that's just such a like. I think when you look through your Shazams, that's what you really like. Mm. Cause like I have no idea what this is, yeah. but something in my soul is telling me I need to know what this is and hear it again. But the thing is too, if you look through my Shazam, there's almost no rappers. Cause almost most rappers who are like significant, I already know about them, you yeah. know. But it's like a lot of old rock songs and shit. Cause I hear that, I'll be like, ooh, I love that fucking song, but I have no clue. Did you ever make music? No. Did you ever think about making music? Mm, yeah, I was in like a hardcore band for like a week in high school. What's a hardcore band? Like a bunch of idiots yelling and screaming, playing guitar or whatever <laughs> i mean like throughout high school i might have done like three or four like band practices and i guess like when i was like 12 i kind of wanted to be a rapper but yeah i never even went as far as like writing a rap down i just would like think about it just think about it just vision yeah i'm just glad that i have the good sense not to do that i, I think it'd be like i think i don't know if you did like an adam 22 project and just like had all your rapper friends hop on shit that would go sometimes when somebody comes out with like a really like simple but catchy type of flow it makes me want to rap like that like when i first heard tjx6 yeah or when i first heard like <laughs> splurge and i was like oh my god i could rap exactly like that yeah. <laughs> it would be so funny that's it you know you could do it it's like possibility it's always out there Fast. um so yeah now that you're like fucking signed and everything so what's it been like watching the song blow up all around you and shit do you just all of a sudden start getting crazy opportunities travel all that kind of shit yeah exactly bro it's just like i was in college like last year i i got a full scholarship to usc for business right and that's that's how i got to la and was able to like kind of maneuver here because i was just mm. riding it off the doing good in high school type of shit that's smart and uh like three months in four months in that's when i signed and I'm like, I feel like I'm like Hannah Montana on some shit, you know? Daytime, I got to go to classes and do these essays. Nighttime, I'm doing shows. I'm in the studio and stuff like that. And second semester comes around, and uh, it's like midterms. And I do my business midterm. I finish in like 20 minutes. Uh -huh. And I'm like, I don't even want to be here. Like, this is kind of just a waste of my time. So I drop all my classes except for one class because you still have to take one class to get the, the scholarship. And I'm right. living at school for free. I'm eating there for free. I'm talking to all these cute girls for free. But so how like, long until they figure out that you're only going to one class? Because aren't they going to be like, hey, that's not nah. valid. Nah, it was cool. It was valid, yeah. I thought was, when you got a scholarship that it was like you had to – really follow all these rules and shit i mean i don't know man i'm just like a master finesser damn that yeah. is a finesse that is a soup and then i got to go to japan for free too because that was the one class that i was taking really so yeah shout out to USC. tokyo yeah i it's got amazing, my right? first tattoo out there too this Ooh, was crazy look at that like some old Yakuza. japanese dude yeah let's get it oh this camera all right fine thank you laura <laughs> <laughs> shout out to laura shout don't offer laura. him a bud light <laughs> you know she tried to give blue face a bud light well why, why is that what's wrong with that it's blue i know that's why i think that's why she thought he would want it <laughs> if he's a blood if he's a blood then he's got to drink the real clud light we didn't even think of that <laughs> <laughs> so it's when you were still like doing the school and uh college thing did you feel was it like fun like oh this is tight that i'm like managing both lives or were you just starting to feel like i'm just I, I staying up late getting up early to to go to class it's not this is not gonna work yeah bro like i was just wasn't taking care of myself just like fully extending myself like you can't you can't be like 100 percent on two things you know mm. it's like or you're just gonna burn out so that made me realize 
like I loved everything about school except the schoolwork. Mm. So it was like once that was off the off the plate, I could go to the studio and still come back and kick it with my friends and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Get like the best of both worlds. Yeah. So you've been like on the road and stuff, or you find a lot of opportunities where you gotta go perform, you gotta go show up in different places and shit. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of crazy. I just got off tour with the uh, Landing Cube oh, at nice. the end of October. Who said he hasn't smoked weed in a month? It's true. You didn't smoke with him on that tour. Well, he he like quit after tour, but like okay. or like during tour somewhere somewhere in the period. I but believe yeah, it when he props said that. to him. Yeah, props my, to him. my whole time knowing him and Skies, there have always been some of the most heavy, like constantly smoking. Yeah. Like, it never stops. I don't know. Like, it's just like you get caught in a haze eventually. Yeah. Gotta, sometimes you got to step out of it. I don't blame him for wanting to take a step back. It was actually weird reading that he stopped, and I was just thinking, I'm like, damn, I could really stop. Do you think nah. you'll ever? <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like my thing right now is that I'm being so restrictive with my diet and exercise that it's like the spliffs are the only thing that I really got left. No backwards anymore? I mean, I'll still, if somebody rolls a backward, I'll hit it, but I never yeah. roll it for myself anymore. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Healthy. So. Gosh. <laughs> what you're on the, you're on the backwards nah nah I, that was like senior year heavy but it kind of fucked up my voice like really? it's kind of it's like the worst thing about valentino about it blowing up is that i can't sing that song the same way that i did when i recorded it really because like, it's so high pitched i was like 17 bro i just turned 19 two Whoa, days ago that's crazy so like like I, I was like i hit puberty kind of late you know i was still riding riding that prepubescent high voice shit but now it's like I, I can't do it the same way. Really? Yeah. Do you feel like pressure now to make songs that sound like Valentino, or do you feel like you want to go in another direction now? Definitely want to go in another direction. I'm probably like the most eclectic artist that I know, like in 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 similar ways to X was. Like when I create my music now, I want every single song to sound different. My right. project is dropping tomorrow or whatever tomorrow night thursday night how many songs is it eight songs okay so it's not like a full album it's like ep EP, exactly so it's like five new ones but the thing i'm most proud of is that none of the songs sound the same like i'll play you some shit after this too but like we got like a song called city of angels it sounds like an old like weaver weezer nirvana song and then we got the gram with fetty wap that's like tropical like trap type stuff and it just like been here before which is like a pop song it's like all over the spectrum for sure how'd you tap in with uh fetty wap how'd that go down uh, just do like label stuff, okay. bro. It's so hard to get features as an artist. You think? When, when I first signed, I was like, I'm a sign. Like I can get anybody I want. The label right. will just get it. Nah, you got to pay like a lot of bread or know them. Really? Yeah. Like these, these fees are super high. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's kind of like rappers too. When it comes to dealing with like brand new artists, they're like, like, you know, they sort of like feel like if they're gonna help you get hot like from a perspective where like none of their fan base really knows about you yeah. yet then it's like they they better tax you you know yeah and it's, even if it's not them it's gonna be the manager or the label getting between it and making sure that they get whatever they can get you know yeah and, and i respect it because it's like you know everyone's trying to make money at the end of the day and it's like i don't ex- there's no reason why you should help me out if i'm just some random kid that you you don't know right but it's like you know, it could be frustrating at first, but once you pop off, everyone wants to do everything with you. Right. Did you uh did you do that video with Landon while you were on tour? Which video? The uh, pretty one? Yeah. Oh, uh nah, we did that. I think we did that like a little bit before tour, but that was like a funny ass video. Oh, we, yeah. we did it at, like some random spa in Van Nuys. Yeah, I was interested in that. I was like wondering if you've ever actually done the spa shit for real, since I'm sure in that moment you were just acting. Bro, I love the spa. <laughs> I love the spa. Yo, all you people out there. Make sure to take care of yourself. Treat yourself. That's real. I don't think people hear that enough. Yeah. 
Like it's all about grind, grind, grind. And yeah, you gotta grind, but life is about balance. Oh yeah, man. When I think about it, like so many times in my life where I've just like run myself into the ground for like six months or a year straight, and then you go on vacation for a few days and you're just like, oh my God, right. Yeah. This is what it feels like to be a human being. Yeah. All of a sudden it's just like, brings you back to like you you know you just wear yourself down you don't even realize you're doing it because you think that you're just living yeah but for us it's kind of hard to go on vacation like mm. emails are always going to be there yeah. like it, it's really like a lifestyle yeah the emails always be there and stuff but then once you're on vacation you start to realize like oh shit i spend every fucking day working my ass off trying to get all this shit done but then I go on vacation for a couple of days and it's not like everything falls apart. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, very you, true. To some of the to some extent, the amount of effort you put into what you're doing is, you know, sometimes you just sort of like create busy work for yourself. Like if you're the type of person who checks how many followers they have, like multiple times a day, it's like that might not take that long. But like that combined with all the other random shit you're doing on Instagram, you're basically treating Instagram like a part time job. Yeah. And I say this as a person who has definitely been <laughs> in that position many times, you yeah. know? Yeah, just, I don't know. I think it's very important to, like, prioritize what you give up your brain space to, you know? Yeah, facts. Um, okay, so you're still in school or is that over now? Um, well, I still have an email, but, like, <laughs> I'm on I'm on a leave of absence, which means I can go back whenever I want in the next 10 years. So mm. I might, like, slide back when I'm 28, just finish my business degree. Is USC that lit? Yeah, USC is lit. I, I would be there as a 28-year-old, like, going to all the parties. <laughs> I'd yeah. just be the random guy. Yeah. yeah, if I wasn't a 35 year old fossil, that would make sense to me. I was, you know, I was listening to it. So the other day, Juicy J was like, uh, he said, like, I don't go to college, but the dorm room is my domain. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, Juicy J, you're like 45. Like, if I saw you, like, you're Juicy J, so it's whatever. But if I saw Juicy J in a dorm room, I'd yeah. be like, Juicy J, you need to go. This is not okay, bro. You, if I, if someone, if I, if there was a photo of me in a dorm room, I feel like it would look so sus. Yeah, yeah, because like, what she can't go to your crib or something like that. You know, she got an essay due late tomorrow. She got to get right For back real. to the studying or something. Yeah, like that's one of the funniest things uh that i ever saw exposed was uh shout out to my man chris brown but it was like a girl like had like some girl in the hood had chris brown pull up to her crib to fuck or whatever and wow. she she just snapchatted a photo of him sitting on this mattress in a garage <laughs> and he was like he's it was definitely him he's wearing like the same like fancy designer jacket that he had on the day before an award yeah. show or some shit and everybody was cooking him on the timeline and i just like I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, I cannot believe Chris Brown would still do some regular ass shit. He's like pulling up to fucking Compton to smash in a garage. Maybe, you know, you got to humble yourself sometimes. When's the last time you fucked in a garage? I've never had sex in a garage. Never did that. Mm -hmm. I've never even had like sex. Outside. Yeah, I'm a virgin, yo. I'm a born again virgin. It's nah. possible. You're young as fuck. Nah, nah. Trust no? me. Okay. Trust me. Trust me. You be piping? All right, yeah, cool. I'm, in, I'm in college, man. I'm Respect. a rapper in college. And you're light skinned. And I'm light skinned. Shout Damn. out Drake. That must go crazy. What's that like? It's it's like it's kind of gets overwhelming to a point where like because a lot of girls is just Instagram DMs and stuff like that. But it's like I'm getting so many DMs. Like I was right. just saying the other day, like I need like an assistant or like somebody to manage my love life. Just like <sighs> schedule it out, you know, build a rotation, something like that. God damn, that's got to be stressful. Really, I'm just looking for a sugar mama. Mm, yeah, and you're not gonna find that at USC, huh? You gotta branch out. I think you know I might get lucky. There's like some rich girls there. Oh yeah, rich girls. That's yeah. a good point. Rich yeah. girls. 
I know. Damn. Got your daddy Amex card. But uh, all the young girls, including the young rich girls, in my opinion, are all like trying to get into being sugar babies. Yeah, I'm it's just trying fucked. to flip the script. You hear that from like young girls all the time. Oh yeah, everyone's oh, my, like, it's crazy, man. But these girls aren't really down though. They just want to go on there and then be like, oh shit, like a thousand people message me. I can actually do this. Right. And then it's, it's, I think it's more validation than anything. It's just crazy for me to imagine you being in college because it's such a weird type of girl who is like. Fresh out of high school, she's like 19, 20. She's just getting drunk for the first time, having fun, wanting to go crazy. I don't know. That's just like, that's so like separate in my brain because I never really had that college experience. Yeah. Like, so I never, I can't even like imagine. It sounds crazy. You know, see, you see all these fucking movies. You see like American Pie your whole life. And you're yeah. Like, yeah. Like, so that's just Seems lit. Crazy. Would you be a sugar baby if you were in their position? I mean, that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. It's free money. This is my theory, right? If you're if you're a female, it doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter. I mean, you have to be. You should be 18 or plus, like, or else it's illegal. That's but like, good, good you point. should never have no money because you could always sell pictures of your feet online, and mm. somebody would buy them. Somebody out there would buy them. It's so crazy. It's just such a huge percentage of girls think that that's totally normal now, and it's like. You know, like my girl does it. She does fucking great. But she made that decision when she was like 25. Yeah. I meet chicks sometimes who are like 18, 19, and they're hella deep in the private snap game. And I'm just like, wow, like you've really made this decision 100% mm. and you're like barely an adult. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Mm. That's why I said selling feet pictures because, you know, it's like, yeah. it's it's for the weirdos out there. You know, you know, if you got a feet fetish, that's on you. You know, do your thing. You're not into that? All love, no judgment. No nah. foot stuff? Nah, only like toenails. Just yeah. the toenails. If you get a girlfriend, <laughs> you should start exploring her feet. That's my honest opinion. But like, what's, there's nothing there. It's just some toes. I mean, it's just a pussy. It's just a dick. Yeah, but like... <laughs> they got like, more nerve endings in them. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But still, you know, it's like your foot has some nerve endings. But like, so does your fingers. You ever so get your foot your... tickled? Yeah, my feet are like mad ticklers you know? though, not gonna lie, yeah. It's like, if, if you could tickle a foot, then there's got to be something in between <laughs> that is like halfway to tickling, halfway to like pleasure. Yeah. Know? All right. All right. What what the, I'll, I'm going to bring this up. What, what, what is up with the song, Bitch, I Go to USC? Bitch, I go to USC. <laughs> that song with that, like, is that like an anthem on campus? Yes, or something? bro. It's crazy. <laughs> I found you, it on the SoundCloud. I'm like, what is this? You, did you see the video too? No. All right. So there's a video shot oh, all shit. at USC, like the frats, the the campus. And what's great about that song is everybody that's on that song, everybody that worked on the video all goes to USC too. Wow. So it's like not just me promoting it, it's the other two kids, it's the videographer, the director. And it's like every single party you go to, Bitch, how you go to USC comes on. So do you kind of feel like you're like I'm the doing people. it for the community there? Like they really got your back. That's a big part of where your core is coming from. Yeah, that's like a big reason why I wanted to go to USC in the first place. It's like I'm going to get to live with my target demographic for like because I thought I was going to be doing school way longer. Like right. This really surprised me. But I was like, I get to live with them and know exactly what they like. And like, if I pop off, they're all going to have my back. And right. that's really how it's been. Shout out USC. I've already, I've already specified that I am not going to go to USC because I'm scared of looking like a weirdo. But now, after doing this interview and hearing your relationship with them, I'm like, damn, now I feel like I'm lit at USC too. You should Hell pull yeah. up You should pull up to a tailgate, like a little football thing. That would be mad funny. Oh, that would be funny as fuck. I'll show up with no shirt on and my face painted and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's a disguise. 
size. No one will know who you are. <laughs> Tailgate ain't weird. Just vlog it. Yeah, I just nah. got to keep my girlfriend by my side so it doesn't look like I'm on some fucking like creepy ass like I'm teacher hanging yeah. out after. You know? <laughs> Come to see me after class. <laughs> that, that one teacher that just goes to all the parties. He would be that teacher. Is that <laughs> he would be Does that, that exist? Uh, well, like a couple years ago, I think uh, our dean or something like that of one of the schools, like he got busted like yeah. doing mad yay with like the like some prostitutes or some shit like that. Oh my! See, that's like I bet that I think that throughout the seventies and eighties and nineties that it was like probably super common to be a school yeah. a professor in college and be fucking your students yeah that's probably just like regular and now all those people you know they got their like what's it called tenure mm. they can't get fired so they're like all right shit's cool 2019 though that is not a good idea nah, you're gonna get you're gonna get me too and <laughs> yeah, all yeah. that stuff yeah it's over no bueno um okay i was just looking at my uh, questions here shit um oh yeah like just in terms of your overall reaction or uh growing up in san francisco what was that like because it's such like a rapidly changing place every time i go back home it looks different bro it's yeah. like i feel like it's not even like recognizable to me there's certain things that are but i would say growing up was really interesting san francisco is the type of city where there's this is a real fact there's more dogs than kids in san francisco so if you're in high school Damn, and you're like, a lot. yeah, people fucking with their well, dogs. Well, because, you know, rich white people love dogs. They love dogs. Just anybody who got money is just like, damn, I'm going to get me a dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's like another kid, but like kind of like slightly less work. Yeah. and But they're not the types of people. They're so focused on their career that they're not the types to have a kid. They're the type to get a dog. They're like halfway into that. It's like the dog takes the place of the kid. Exactly. But you can like leave it at home for four hours and you won't get child protective services. Called dogs are fucking crazy. Though. Dogs will tear <laughs> your house apart while they're gone. My cat don't do shit. Once in a while, they'll poop on something. But that's chill. This dog is chill as fuck. I like this dog. It's Cardi, right? Uh, yeah, we gotta start putting them in the vlogs more. I think. Yeah, it's a cute dog. Mm. The girls will love it. For but sure. like, there's more dogs than kids there. So if you're the type of person that's like social in high school, everyone's gonna know you. So that was really good for my music because I was like popular already, just you know, off personality, being funny and pretty, light skinned kid or whatever. Mm. And then uh, from there, like when I started mu releasing music, like it just spread like virally kind of within the high schools there so that definitely helped yeah it's interesting because like when i think about a lot of like w shit that's popping in the bay i think about it just being straight up like gangster shit yeah but so people are ready for some different shit yeah yeah i mean that's because a lot of that shit is like you understand why it is dope and stuff but then at the same time it's like it can only really go so far in terms of appealing because like as like the bay is just its own fucking world where there's all these rappers that like almost nobody's fucking heard of outside of that area who are just like can still do a million two million views on like a diss track about some guy down the street <laughs> dead ass bro it's like you can you can be popping in the bay and make a whole career off that without ever having to do anything else but i just saw that and i was like that's too small for me. Like, mm. I'm really just trying to be popping on a global scale. Yeah, definitely. Makes sense to me. So uh, tell anything about you that, like, stands out that the people out there should know about? You got any, like, secret hobbies, anything we need to know about? Um, so I, like I was saying earlier, I used to do commercial acting as a kid. Mm. So, like, I was in, like, Mad Lunchables commercials, Whoa. Blue Diamond, Almond, like, Honda, Toyota. They, like, some of them got, like, played during the World Series for baseball and the Olympics. Wow. And that was, like, that was my first exposure to, like, fame in a sense because, like, kids would come at, in, like, elementary school, middle school. Yo, I saw you on TV last night. Really? Da, 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 da. So I kind of just got used to it, and I feel like this is kind of, was just, like, a natural thing that was supposed to happen. That must have been trippy. Yeah. What else is cool about me? My mom and dad, they were both, uh, like, low-key like model high-key models right and they like, like real big name models or something not like super big name because it was before social media mm. so unless you were like 
who's the but they were doing Cindy like Crawford. big jobs yeah like yeah. huge runway stuff all over the world so they did that like for 10 years that's how they fell in love with each other so i'm assuming that they were probably like interesting people that cared about music and art and stuff so is that kind of what led you in the direction of being interested yeah 100 percent. like my mom put me on to kanye west when i was in like middle school my dad put me on to like big and like i used they used to like play the michael jackson greatest hits music video mm. vhs for me like on loop all day wow that's an education right there yeah so i shout out my parents they really did a great job yeah my parents played a lot of marvin gay when i was a kid i remember a lot of marvin gay a lot of like michael bolton Who's Michael? I, I haven't heard of Michael Bourne. I know Michael The Marvin whitest person on earth. Literally, there's <laughs> nobody whiter than Michael Bolton. Right, I'm trying to think of somebody whiter than Michael Great Bolton. man, though. That's great, a very white name. Great American. Troy yeah. Bolton, Zach Efron. Zach Efron, yeah, he might be more white. No, yeah. yeah. But Michael Bolton's up there, though, for sure. Yeah. Kenny G, actually, as, as a kid. You know, Kenny G's on the new Kanye album. He plays what the fucking saxophone? So, oh yeah, 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 yeah! I know who that is. Yeah, I know he just is. straight up shows up on the Kanye album and just spits a freestyle on his saxophone, and then just is out and just like I bodied y'all. That's like some shit only Kanye could do though. Mm -hmm. Like he's just he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, I bet Kenny G probably ain't picking up the phone for like Hoodrich Pablo Juan. I'm nah. gonna be totally honest. <laughs> Yo, I need you on some shit. <laughs> Yo, Kenny G, I need you on this track. He's just like, I'm sorry, man. I just don't think my audience is gonna understand. It would be fire if Kenny G and Kenny Beats did something together. Oh my God. I wonder if they thought about it. Kenny that. Squared. Yo, I need my 10%, yo. Bro, I'm just trying to imagine like if Kenny G could ever understand why it would be cool for him to do something with Kenny Beats. I How old is he? Uh, Kenny G? Yeah. Probably well into his fifties, maybe sixties. Okay, there's He's some cool ancient. sixty people, sixty year olds out there. Well, if anybody, if if uh, Kenny G's your uncle or anything, let him know yeah. that we need an interview. That he should definitely go on the cave. The cave, <laughs> Kenny G on the cave. I'm with that. That'd be incredible. Um, yeah. So what do, what do you got coming up? Um, so project is coming out on Thursday night, Friday. Nice. Called dropped out of college because I kind of dropped out of college. It's good. What else is going on? It's not the college dropout. He dropped out of college. Exactly. You know, shout out to Kanye. It's Little been a long time. Right there. Yeah, it's yeah. been like 20 years. Yeah. Fine. yeah. Um, what else? I'm probably going to do, uh, I'm going to become the face of uh, male hygiene. You know, we got that skincare line coming out. So you've actually taken steps to work on that. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it seems like a good idea. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's like there's like the, the most preliminary steps in terms of like figuring out partnerships and stuff like that. But like I ain't talking to nobody in China. Mm. I ain't getting no no nothing for my face yet, no samples. But it's all like these next two weeks is when everything's gonna happen. I mean, hey, if Kylie can sell her fucking makeup line for one point two billion. That's what I'm saying. I'm g i am I got you. I'll get you some samples. No jumper cosmetics. No jumper cosmetics. A little collab. Anything's yeah. possible, right? Hey. Hey. Me and Shane. Me and Jeffree like Star. Basketball orange. You like Jeffree Star? I don't like he's just uh <laughs> he's like the makeup. Was he yeah. on RuPaul's Drag Race or no? Was he? I guess probably, right? I don't know. I don't know much about that culture. Yeah, that's I guess all right. <laughs> um yeah, so the project's on the way. Yeah. Makeup line on the way. Yeah. Something like that. Deodorant or like deodorant, body wash, body the, spray. The old spray uh or the the old spice collab might be a might be a look help get you in the game. Yeah, I'm. It might be a good entry point, but like, I don't want to. You're coming for all the exactly. Marbles, I'm yeah. trying to take all of them down and just make it my shit. I stand. Thank you. Would you? Would you like? Oh a yeah. Little product placement right well, there. Well, to be honest, my my hygiene needs are really really like in need of an upgrade cool. because i pretty much have a bar of green soap and when <laughs> i get into the shower that is literally the only thing that i interact with besides the water no i feel you i i do you don't have like a loofah or nothing 
my girl's always trying to tell me like about the loofah and i'm like why do i need that like what am i gonna scrub nah, nah, my trust, skin yeah, trust you, you scrub yourself but i was the same way i had this bottle like 18 in one trader joe's soap mm. and like every time i went to the shower i take it from the bathroom and bring it into the shower and every time i had to wash my hands i had to bring it from the shower right into the bathroom I respect that for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know you're a G if you get the the floor wet in your bathroom because you run out of soap and you just have to walk out and get the bar of soap from the hand the hand facts. soap. Yeah, facts. So they get the squirt hand soap and you have to try to like get as much as you can. Everyone's been there before. I've been on so many like BMX road trips over the years where I was like drying off with my dirty shirt from the day before. You know, no soap. Like you're trying to fucking eke out the last little bit out of the bottle. Like just the worst quality fucking standard of living imaginable yeah i didn't realize like how like wild like tour is like how just kind of like you're in survival mode on tour yeah the... and we crashed our bus too like three days in really how bad oh like we had to we were in suburbans after that because we were in this place called corsicana texas uh -huh. driving from i think it was austin to atlanta and we we're in like the far right lane and this huge 18 wheeler just like taps us and i remember like sitting facing the front of the bus and I'm like, all right, here's the road through the windshield. And then it's like, oh, shit, here's grass. Oh, shit, here's a telephone pole. We're going to die. No regrets. And then we go through the telephone pole and go under it because it's like one of those breakaway poles. And then, like, snaps down. And there's sparks everywhere. Landon was in the back of the of the van. I turn around and I see him. He's in the front of the van now, too. Like, he, he like, like, flew. flew. He flew. All the food is go all gone. Like, the fridge is open. Everything is out. And like we smell fire because the sparks from the pole made all the grassland on fire. And I think the car's on fire. So everyone gets out the car. Uh, and then we're just kind of stranded for a couple hours until we get the Suburbans. Holy shit. That is like the ultimate thing that you worry about on tour because everybody's just doing shit, chilling on the bus and stuff. It's not like you're seat belted in. You're like fucking smoking, eating, yeah. doing whatever. Jerking and then all off. of a sudden, pow. <laughs> yeah, it was It was wow, wild. It was that's wild. fucking terrifying. And obviously, it wasn't even really the driver's fault. It was somebody else's nah, fault. Yeah, huh? it was someone, but they tried to say it was our fault. So, you know, we might get a check off that, like a little lawsuit type of vibes. Good, man. That's a, yeah. lick. That's a brand deal right that's there. Oh, yeah. Fire. Yeah, Damn, that's a good story. You should you should lead with that one next time. <laughs> <laughs> the almost dying thing. That's good. <laughs> Thanks for the advice. Yeah. You saved that for the very end. <laughs> I had to. You know, gotta keep keep watch till the end for a surprise. That's a good one though. Oh uh, shit. 24K. Appreciate you, man. Adam 22. Adam man. 24. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like, comment, subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support. Go tell your local dispensary that you want the no jumper kush. Especially all your USC grads.